0: Montez
1: to throw, down the left side to fade, Loviska's in the end zone, over the shoulder, catch is made by Loviska. Touchdown, touchdown, Colorado. How do you cover that man? Between the hashes, moving left to right, loopily, shotgun snap, gives the inside handoff, and that thing is blowing up that time. Oh, what a play by Landman. I mean, as soon as it was handoff, Landman was right there, and you can hear the pads popping all the way up here in the broadcast booth. Holy cow, what a play. Takes a snap, dropping the throw. He's got time. Downfield, K.D. Nixon, backpedaling, one-handed grab outside the 20 in the 15-yard line. Oh, what a catch by K.D. Nixon. Second down at 8 for the 16. Coletta, play action. Hit by Terrence Slang and he's sacked inside the 10 at the 9-yard line. Terrence Slang, there's no better-looking football player Montez, fake hand out, turns a corner, and there he goes. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Steven Montez, holy cow, he had the fake, and he rolled out to his left, and he was so alone, it looked like he was late for school as he went trucking in.
0: Welcome into to a new Buff Stampede Radio. Adam Munster-Tiger, the publisher of the site, here with fan correspondent Tyler Ziskin. Tyler, we're going to do a little something different today. We're going to take a a stroll down memory lane, recent memory here, as we're going to draft players from the Mike McIntyre era. Now, these are going to be just players that Mike McIntyre himself recruited to Boulder. So some of those guys on his first couple teams were recruited in by Embry and a few by Hawkins. Those guys are not eligible for this draft. We're going to field a football team with kind of your base offense, base defense, quarterback, running back, three receivers, tight end, five offensive linemen, Defense, we're going to go with the 3-4 scheme. And you posed a good question before we started re- recording here is, what, what are we drafting here? Is this NFL potential? Or I think the best way to go about doing this is we're going to draft these players and kind of in a dream situation, these players would be going out there for us in the prime of their college career. So I'll use Jimmy Gilbert as an example. Think what he did as a senior. Right. If you want to draft Tim Linat, think what he did as a redshirt freshman. That's the team that Mm -hmm. we want the the fans that are going to vote on this, and we'll see whose team they like better. Yeah, the Uh, very
2: best version of themselves. The very best
0: version of themselves. Uh, Before we jump into that, as always, Buff Stampede Radio is brought to you by the Ever Pillow, which is sold at infinitemoon.com. These guys are huge Buff fans. Not only are they great pillows, but they help employ former felons, addicts, and homeless. Great pillows with a great purpose. Fully customizable pillows. Just add or remove the natural fill to get the pillow exactly how you want. All natural and ridiculously comfortable. Support a Colorado company that loves the buffs and makes an amazing product. Save 20% on two full-size pillows by using Colorado in the coupon code or use GOBUFFS to get 10% off any products. Always free delivery and a 100-day risk-free trial. Every pillow sold at InfiniteMoon.com. I-N-F-I-N-I. T E moon.com made by us in Colorado perfected by you. So we did the draft lottery. I guess you could call it before mm-hmm. we started recording. Tyler asked Siri heads or tails tails never fails. Good job there, Tyler. Thank you. You Thank get you. the first pick
2: in this draft. All right, I just wanted to clarify one more thing. So we have specific positions that we have to select and we can't go over that. So once you have a quarterback taken, you can't take two. So just if you're wondering out there how that works out. So we got to stay within the guidelines of our roster here. Yeah, so, so
0: I can't take Steven Montez, Sappho Lufau, and, and leave you with uh, Sam Neuer. That exactly. would be exactly.
2: <laughs> yes, that would be a – no offense, Sam. That would be a roster ruiner. All right, so with my first pick, I feel like this is going to be slightly controversial, but I'm doing it anyways lavisca chenault
0: see that's who i was going to pick so i don't okay. know how that's contrary how was that he was a freaking we'll, heisman candidate we'll
2: ta- last year we'll talk about it when we get there and i'll tell you why i was nervous about it
0: okay so you, you had another strategy you were mulling over before it's picking. just
2: hard well we'll get there and i'll talk about why it made me upset but go for it lavisca chenault number one
0: overall this is tough because to me he was a no-brainer first pick And so when you told me you were going to go against the grain, maybe a little bit, I had my hopes up that I was going to get him. So that kind of sucks. Sorry. (laughs) Glad to throw you off your game though. You know, I'm actually going to take this player because he excels in his role more than I think I can get some quality guys that can fill gaps other places, but Jimmy Gilbert, is there a guy that could rust the pasture on this list of players like Jimmy did as a senior. I don't think
2: so. You, you you did this just to hurt me because you know how much I love Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) You know how much I love Jimmy. So that I agree with because in terms of the depth of position, it falls off.
0: But that's more controversial than your first pick.
2: For sure it is. And I'm going to take who I considered taking with my other first pick, and that's Phil Lindsay. So here's why. I mean, I think from a at the peak of your career obviously Lovisky is better but Phil just like what he did for CU and his leadership qualities and that kind of stuff like we talk about how it's crazy he went undrafted <laughs> you know I just like in my head yeah. it's like there's he deserves this number 1 pick more than anyone and I thought you were going to be like yeah
0: <laughs> it's not a bad pick especially because no player on this list is more revered by CU fans than Phil Lindsay and that's who's voting on this yeah. so
2: And so, I mean that.
0: I'm not giving up though. I'm coming back. I got just as as a reminder
2: that closes out my running backs. So you're you have all the rest of them available. There's
0: only one guy that you would
2: even consider exactly. Yeah, and which is part of the reason why it was hard to take him this early. But I needed him on my on my roster.
0: This is a tough pick, but again, I'm going with somebody that I just think is head and shoulders better than everybody else in this group and that is Nate Landman at Inside Linebacker. He's going to be plugging up the middle for my group. For sure. We got you coming off the edge, and we got you up the middle now. You're not running the football, and you're not going to get comfortable back in the pocket against the squad.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt that he's far and away the leader of that grouping. Absolutely. All right, so let me remove him there. All right, so I'm going to go in kind of a similar direction here, another big-time leader for me at a position that I really need to feel strong at. And so for me, Tedrick
0: Thompson is coming off the court okay. next. Good pick, good pick. I'm going to do something similar. His boy back in the day there in the secondary, Cheeto Bay Awuzie, yeah. is going to join me, and we're going to do some corner blitzes. We're going to get really creative. Yeah. I mean, your head is on a swivel if you're the other team's quarterback. I mean, if we're drafting simply
2: on the best guys that have played football – at CU he would have been a lot higher for me honestly but I like the depth at corner so I can I can go down the line a little bit and still feel like I'm getting some big time names there so so,
0: so whether you pick Steven Montez or Sefo Lufau later in this draft mm-hmm. I feel really bad for them Tyler with Gilbert coming off the edge lambing up the middle are we, we playing Chido. each other oh yeah we're playing. Okay, each we're other. playing
2: each other all right cool I mean, so my offense is whatever Leviska quarterback right now,
0: so I wouldn't feel too bad for him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see. All right, is it my turn? It's your turn. All right, now I got to – because I didn't write down who you have, so I'm trying to – I'm making sure I'm not drafting people at the wrong position. <laughs> okay. So just out of probably because I can't get stuck with the last two guys on this list, I have to take Kenneth Ogbote
0: here. Okay. And uh, obviously, as an inside backer, yeah, inside backer. Yeah. So it is my turn. I'll stay defense here, I think. Oh, this this is happening for sure. Again, I really feel bad for your quarterback, Tyler Mustafa Johnson. Join the squad. Yep. So
2: another guy that there's solid depth at that position, but to me, if you're drafting basically on talent alone, he would have been he would have gone a lot higher at this point for sure.
0: Okay. You better start drafting so. some offensive linemen, just saying
2: <laughs> <laughs> What does it really matter? <laughs> I true. could draft all five before you take one, and it still would be questionable. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the only one the only people that I've officially crossed off is I can't take a running back now. Okay, and you took Mustafa, so all right, cool. So then I'm gonna follow up and take Jordan Corral.
0: Okay. He's not – he bounced out of the league. Is he with, one, like, the fleet or one of those teams? I don't think or so. Okay. Yeah, I think Wonder he's, what he's, I think doing he's like,
2: retired I, – I, I follow him on Twitter for a little bit. I should go look. He's doing something not football-related, I'm pretty sure.
0: Really good play. I really – I mean, he part was part of that 16 absolutely, team. Absolutely, yeah. I will say, though, like, the thing that stood out to me about Mustafa Johnson last year was, like, okay, he's getting back there and actually making the Tackle. plays that Jordan yes. Carroll yeah. couldn't do. So, so many missed tackles yeah. in Jordan yeah. Carroll's yeah. career, for sure. I love this pick too, Isaiah Oliver join the squad.
2: Yep. So yeah, you get the top two corners, which actually puts me in a good position because now I can wait as long as I want to take the other two.
0: So that's fine. Defense I that. wins championships.
2: There, I mean, we. I, I feel like we've all gone heavy defense here for sure. All right, next. Um. So my, I'm gonna go strong with my safeties. So Evan Worthington is coming off the board.
0: Okay, it's a pretty good group you got back there. I have yet to take a safety in this draft. Yeah, yeah. I, so I can now take my time now. So yep,
2: yep. So for me, safety is closed up as
0: well. well. Yeah, you got another good cornerback to to draft there. Now well, I'm looking at the list here, but I still don't regret my decision.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I think you definitely got the best two. There's no doubt about that.
0: Gosh, I'd like to get some offensive firepower going here, but I don't need to take a running back. And you know. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Josh Tupo as my nose tackle. Okay. Which we all know who your nose is going to right, be Right,
2: exactly, yep. Yeah, so Josh is coming off the board for you, which closes you out from nose, so now I can hold off for a bit there. It starts to get pretty strategic here down the stretch. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to draft the leader of my offensive line here, and I'm going to take Colby Purcell. Okay. First, which is probably a little bit
0: of a shock but I'm going to do it. I'm a little shocked. I'll be honest. Nothing against the young man that shows up to the weight room before it's even open. Uh, You love the work ethic of that young man. I think the sky's a limit, but not who I would have taken there. Get the, get the eye of the tiger over there. I'm just looking at who I got left. (laughs) Oh gosh. I really need some offensive players, but you're kind of splitting hairs with some of these receivers here.
2: Yeah. What's left. That's why Noviska had to go one because the gap was so huge.
0: Yeah, so if I theoretically took Jake Moretti, are we projecting him as the guy that doesn't yeah, see, have top
2: foot? Or? That's what's tough is because you can't really draft him on what he could be. Yeah. that's, that's He was the toughest one to put in the rankings for me.
0: You know, Mike McIntyre probably should have done a better job recruiting offensive linemen. Yeah, just, that's what, what we've saying. seen from
2: this list. The other thing, I know this sounds dumb because obviously – It's irrelevant and it's not real. But I was thinking, like, if you take Moretti and he never gets there, you have no one behind. You only have five linemen, so now you have four (laughs) if he doesn't play. But obviously, that's not realistic. But I was thinking about that too.
0: Maybe a little bit of controversial pick, but as I'm, I'm looking at different positions and where I've kind of pegged myself in at this point. I got to go with Rick Gamboa, the 2018 Buffalo Heart Award winner, as my other line inside linebacker.
2: Definitely not controversial because your other options are not great. He was coming off the board for me pretty soon here as well.
0: So you can wait on your inside backer now uh, as well as your corner because those are both uh, locked up for Mm -hmm. me.
2: That's really all I've locked up at this point. And nose tackle you have locked up as well. That's true, yep. Okay, so I'm going to keep going lineman. I'm going to take Tim Lina off the board.
0: Okay. Not a bad pick there, because that redshirt freshman season, uh, he was an All American, uh, freshman All American. I think I am going to go with some offensive flair as my first offensive pick, and take Katie Nixon as my slot. Well, actually, no, he was. I am going to put him. I am going to put him in the slot though, because I don't like those fade routes to him. Yeah,
2: me too. Do. I don't either. Maybe throw it to someone taller. KD does a lot of things well. I'm not sure. Going over the top is one of them.
0: But you can really just take three receivers because these guys are in- interchangeable enough.
2: Yeah, I agree. The top six, you can feel pretty good about what's going on there. All right, so for me, I I probably waited too long to take someone at this position, so I'm glad you didn't go there. I'll take Davion Taylor as my outside backer
0: slash buff. I like that pick. I, I like a young kid in that group, though. They could have done a better job recruiting safety too. Just saying.
2: Well, yeah, that's that's why I went the direction I did. <laughs> You're, you have fun back there, buddy.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness, this all line situation. <laughs> oh goodness, I. It sounds crazy, but I'm going to take Will Sherman.
2: Okay. All right, Will Sherman coming off the board. One of the few tackle prospects available, so there you go. Starts getting tough. All right, I'm going to take Carson Wells. That hurts. That really hurts. As my second outside backer.
0: You know, I thought about taking him as my other guy there, but I don't know how technical people are going to hold me to this because I've got Jimmy Gilbert there. You have got a true buff backer in there. Do I have to?
2: No, no. I think that's fine. You can take two outside guys. Okay. Yeah, because okay. it's it said on the thing outside linebacker slash buff. So either
0: one, you're fine. Okay. So we're you're done with outside. I'm backers done with at outside backers. Yep. Okay. I am going to probably venture back to offense because I don't have to worry about safety right now. I've got my two inside backers. I've got a really good start to my D line with Mustafa Johnson and Josh Tupo and Jimmy Gilbert on the edge. So let's get a little more offensive firepower going here or some protection. Seriously, this whole line. <laughs> I know, dude. It's rough. <laughs> I'm trying to think, who did he inherit? Because he, he must have inherited some pretty good. Oh, Alex Kelly was pretty good. That yeah. that was actually a Hawkins recruit because mm-hmm. he gray-shirted. Yeah. Broke his foot running on the beach before he ever got to campus. Jeremy Irwin. Jeremy Irwin, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's young guys here, but, you know, again, going back to Moretti, a Frank Phillip, guys that have the best of them has not yet to come with Philip if he stays, obviously. Okay. I'm going to do it. Shea Fields. The best version of him was not his senior year, it was 16. Mm-hmm. And gosh, he was really good his first three years. Didn't drop a lot of balls. Uh, big play, Shea, joined the squad.
2: All right, so I don't have any tackles yet, so that's definitely a direction I have to go now. I am going to take, man, I'm going to take Moretti now, but I'm going to have to. I mean, I think I'm gonna people have to will hold on
0: to the fact that he was a high school All American, and I'm going to have to
2: get some depth for sure. Yeah. Well, what you, helps is he can play inside or out. Well,
0: you could say the best version of him was the one game he started and actually played a few snaps looked good. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess that's what you're getting and, and that's yeah. a good pick if that's the case.
2: Yeah. It's hard to, it's definitely, it just depends on how you follow the rules with him. It's going to be, that's definitely a high risk, high reward.
0: I kind of don't want to take Philip just because of the rumors. I feel like people will hate on me, <laughs> hit me on my team right now. Okay. I'm going to take this and, and hope people remember that Aaron Hagler as a redshirt freshman, played pretty darn well in that platoon role with Cron Sage. Uh, so I'm going to take Aaron Hagler, a versatile guy. I can put it either guard or tackle.
2: Yep, which means Phillip is going to come off the board for me.
0: Okay. Kenan Ray, I mean, how do you – I don't know. Again, the criteria with this works really well with a lot of guys, but for somebody that hasn't mm-hmm. played like Yeah, it's him, tough.
2: I mean, there's got to be some potential aspect of it as well, but –
0: Oh, boy, Tyler. (laughs) Give me Jonathan Huckins.
2: Oh, man. Okay. I'll allow that. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to take – see, again, there's someone on here that I want that hasn't even played. So,
0: Well, again, we have to remind people that if they didn't listen intently early on, this is not – we're not – the draft order of this is not based on talent. It's because it's just two of us drafting. So, again, I'm not going to take a running back – and take Trayvon McMillan now because I don't need to because Tyler already has his running back. I just want to remind people of yeah. that because mm-hmm. otherwise they're going to go, Adam, you're an idiot. Yeah, we're Tyler, trying. We're,
2: we're all basically going through positions where we can both take guys that will yeah. fill out our it's roster. It's all about I mean, we're, putting you're, you're the gonna, best team together. Right, yeah, I mean, exactly. At this point, you're going to get, I can't take a running back, so you're going to be able to take Trayvon basically last if you want to down the line. So, All right, so I'm going to finish out. My offensive line with Brett Tons.
0: A little nastiness in there?
2: Yeah. So uh, there's a guy that I like more, but given the rules that we have, I can't take him. He hasn't played yet. So (laughs) the best version of himself is a myth.
0: Well, I thank you for doing that because now I don't have to look at that offensive line group for a couple minutes, get a (laughs) little break there.
2: Yeah, we're taking a lot of linemen. This is a rough part of the draft.
0: Thanks for sitting through it, everybody. (laughs) The best version of Jawan Winfrey was at the end of his junior season, led the team in those last three games, that beautiful move in the USC game. That's the Jawan Winfrey that I'm drafting, not the hobbled guy that you felt really bad for throughout times in his career. That's who I'm adding to my – I'll allow you to
2: take that because I I feel strongly confident that the best version of Bryce Bobo – was better than the breast version of Jawan Winfrey, so Bryce Bobo is my next pick.
0: Just so you know, I'm done with receiver now. You don't yep. have to take that, but you're going to. Yep. Okay. You feel that confidently about it? All right. Yep.
2: There's, there's not really anybody out there that I like. Really, really, really need to take at this point.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna go venture back and look at my options on the defensive line. For those folks out there uh, that want to. Behind the curtain here, we've got Jace Frankie, Samson Kofavalo, Leo Jackson, Tariq Roberts, Terrence Lang, Chris Malumba, Tava Finau in the mix there at defensive end. Some some pretty good options there. Uh, right, nothing yeah, that, a, no one that really jumps off the page. It's but a
2: strong group. I think there's four guys that we should have, and beyond that, I'm good.
0: I'm going to take Samson Kofavalo because I don't. we haven't seen Terrence Lang's best yet. Yep. So I'm going to go with Kafavalu there, and I'm done with defensive ends and nose tackle. My D-line is complete. Word,
2: word. So really, it's just tight end and quarterback that's left to fight over, right? Yes. Okay, so then I'm at the point where I can just take—we're taking guys that we really like except for those two. So I'll take my nose, which is Javier Edwards.
0: Okay, and this obviously illustrates the top two quarterbacks and the tight ends we just don't feel. There's a whole lot of separation right. there. exactly,
2: yeah. I'm, I'd be fine with either guy in both situations.
0: You know the best version of George Frazier? Trucking dudes. I think his redshirt freshman yeah, right. season. Yeah, he,
2: he got worse every year he was I at know, CU. But Definitely again, redshirt freshman
0: version. I think the best version of him is, is better than any other tight end on this list to the best version they've shown so far. I think yep. Poplowski's got a lot of potential, but he's been hurt. Brady Russell, it's a great story, and he had some moments last year, but I think George Frazier is the guy that i got to go with here as my tight end.
2: George Frazier coming off the board. I, I feel happy with all the people that are left for me right now. Okay. This is good. Well, I'm glad you're confident. So I have a lot of leadership, a lot. So I'm going to take Montez because from a strictly best player perspective, I think he's there. I mean, Cefo obviously had a ton of intangibles. There's no doubt. But I like Montez. I'm going to take Montez.
0: This is uh, Oregon game in 16. Was that the best overall performance he's had?
2: Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, just even from a full season perspective, stats-wise – there really isn't a comparison. It's just obviously cepho was physical and tough, and the leadership quality that team was, you know, had a lot to do with his all that stuff. Either one, you can't go wrong. I feel like there's very little separation. It's just a matter of what intangibles do you like.
0: I think we have officially gotten to the point where yeah, we're just, one of us has filled up mm-hmm. one of the s- yep.
2: spots. So we're just taking who's left, and we're gonna have to map this out. We gotta we gotta tell everybody our team when we're done. Uh,
0: absolutely. I want to compliment you on the Carson Wells pick. That's an underrated pick in this draft. I'm I'm going to do like you did, Tyler. You have a true buff backer. I'm going to keep it true to that. And I'm going to take Ryan Moeller here.
2: Yep, so he was one of the four guys that I had on my list as people you should be taking. Ryan Moeller, physical, tough dude. Having him on your team is definitely a win. He's a good guy.
0: Is he on the... The fleet in that. Yeah, he's a uh, he place
2: for, Di- for the San Diego team.
0: I think. Okay. With so Nelson, a guy that's good enough to yeah. make a professional yeah. check.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, good player. I'm taking my last D lineman, and that's going to be Leo Jackson.
0: Explain your reasoning here, because there's a couple other options out there for you as well. I'm not saying it's a bad pick. I just want to hear what went behind the. Just like consistently
2: there. strong-willed kid, um, didn't make a ton of like huge plays in the backfield I don't think but just I mean he was a consistent starter a guy that it was really reliable I, I just thought he was a consistent performer for us for a long time
0: had some big moments at CU definitely uh, not maybe the greatest player in pass protection but NFL body Afolabe Laguda is going to join my secondary
2: for safety off the board for my man's Adam there all right so my Inside slot guy, wide receiver, fan favorite, one of my favorite players ever, toughest dude I've watched play in a long time. Jay McIntyre. Coming to the squad.
0: Safety's tough here. I'm gonna take Nick Fisher in the Washington State game. Pac-12 defensive player of <laughs> we're the go, week. We're going Not specific uh, games some, some other <laughs> <laughs> You
2: really you're really selling your squad now, boy. <laughs>
0: I kind of have to
2: in some (laughs) spots. Yeah, I think I won out on Tedrick and Evan (laughs) (laughs) Worthington
0: Just by a smidgen. You see, the thing is with the construct of my team, the quarterback's not going to get enough time to Mm. throw those deep routes. That's my my whole thought process. There you go. I
2: like that. All right, so next for me, obviously we're pretty deep. In You took your corners early, but getting NFL draft pick, Akella Witherspoon, senior year version of him, there's not a lot of separation for me between – those three guys Cheeto for sure would be number one for me I honestly I think you could make an argument that Akello's college production was on the same level as Isaiah or pretty damn close
0: in his senior year the rest of it was kind of up and down absolutely I thought Isaiah was more consistent throughout his career
2: oh for sure there's no doubt about that yeah especially obviously he was younger too I mean Akello came in as a Juco guy so
0: all right, I really enjoyed that break of not looking at these offensive linemen, but I had to have a choice. I've got to take two more. And there's some that have been starters at times, but no one that's been a really full time guy there. Oh, gosh, Sepho, I'm sorry I waited this long.
2: <laughs> yeah, after all that shit you talked about, my offensive
0: line. <laughs> okay. Oh, goodness gracious. All right, come on down, Sam Cronstage. Join the squad.
2: Okay. Love it. All right, so I'm going to follow up with my other corner. I think it would be interesting to see if you agree with this as being the number four guy. Chris Miller, to me, is going to be my second corner.
0: You know, there's fans that might not agree with that, but... He played really well at yeah. Washington before. Yeah. He Healthy got last
2: year. Yeah.
0: He started to
2: definitely make some moves.
0: And practice was uh, with Delrick Abrams Jr., their their most consistent guy throughout you know spring ball last year and in, in fall camp. Yeah. I'm tr- I, I want to look at see who else you had as options there. Not really. So, I mean Trey Udofia,
2: yeah, Dante Wiggly, Udofia. Uh, uh.
0: Ronnie Blackman.
2: No, I was, I'm thinking of Dante Wigley was the only other one. Yeah. That I
0: re- you know, the guy on this list that you can't take right now, but I think in a few years will be a guy that you would consider, not necessarily over Chris Miller, but a guy that you would go. He played and had a good career that we weren't expecting is Makai Blackman. I think he's yeah, going to he's develop gonna, into a good player.
2: He's going to definitely play a ton of minutes throughout the last couple of years for sure.
0: All right, so I've got to do this last offensive lineman and go wash my hands and be done with this. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Every time, Tyler, it just takes me back into a dark place. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't mean this to be mean. It just, it is what it is. So, okay, so I have Sherman I can put at tackle. Kron at tackle. Hagler at right guard. Huckins at center. My left guard. And I have have to do this, Tyler. It's got to be Casey Roddick and he's never even played but right
2: (laughs) that's i mean that's who i would have taken if we're talking potential and guys who i think have a bright future he would have gone for me but in terms of his best version he hasn't even played so it's hard i will say that you'll get some people that are just looking on pure talent will be on your side with that one
0: i will say cu's recent o-line coach he said that roddick played really well and in practice until he got hurt so i'm (laughs) hanging my head on that all right man
2: (laughs) All right, so I have two spots left. So I get two fan favorites here, which is awesome. So first one off the board for me is John Van Deest. Who's played a little bit, but obviously has a ways to go in his career. All JVD right. coming off the board. And there I mean, who who are the other options there that you would consider at inside? Did you have anybody else that you looked Akeel at?
0: Akil Jones. Yeah, Akil Jones right yeah. there somewhere too. He was the most improved linebacker last spring. You know, I will say the one thing we heard about Akil Jones when he first got on the campus that he was kind of lazy, but yeah. he changed that. Yeah, he seems to and have gotten over that for The sure. fact he wasn't on the field last year was because of an ankle injury, not mm-hmm. because he wasn't doing well, you know, and, and putting in hard work. So I think you were splitting hairs there. But, I, I I mean, from a ceiling standpoint, who has a higher ceiling? Akil, for sure. Oh, you think so? Does, I would say Van Deese. Do you? Oh, I think yeah. Akil does. Yeah. No, Van Deese has got for closing speed for <laughs> all the kids, and I'm not saying – colorado preps is the best talent out there but i don't know if i've seen a high school kid in this state that has better closing speed than him yeah i mean i, I guess it just
2: depends what you look at i, I see him as more of a he's going to be super reliable gamboa type closing speed is better for sure but side to side and in coverage i think there's some potential concerns there but i mean obviously i i think the best version of van is better than what Aquila's shown so far
0: I'm going to hold off on taking quarterbacks. That's the last pick and not in a disrespectful way, but because it'll be a great way to close out this draft. So I'm going to take my running back, Trayvon McMillan at this point.
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously there was only two running backs even had a prayer of getting selected here and Trayvon had a big year. I think there's no doubt, but nothing compared to obviously what Phil did here, but in terms of, having the two most obvious selections of any position group i think running back was the easiest one you knew you were getting one or the other all right so my last pick another fan favorite guy who would probably be surprising because of how much love i've had for chris bounds throughout the years he quit on the team though right brady russell is the tight end on my roster because i think he wasn't he's he does a lot of things really well and i just love his energy
0: and certainly, had Pabloski not gotten injured the last two years, I think there's a strong case to be made for him to be one of the top two guys in the McIntyre era at that position. Yeah, Just he's, has not
2: been on the field. He's enough. got the most upside, but yeah, hasn't played. So,
0: and so, obvious final pick here, Sefo Lufau. He's uh, doing really well in life, and you know the leadership Tyler that he's going to pr- provide our locker room. it's, no, it's invaluable. Sure.
2: Absolutely, he's a stud, and I'm glad that we get to talk about him last because he deserves the spotlight
0: i mean phil lindsey probably number one but is there another buffalo heart award winner on this list that you you would I mean, take over Cepho in terms of just well not put towards no the not over
2: Cepho, but i mean i got ko i got tedrick two pretty solid ones for sure um jay mcintyre as well obviously tough dude all right. So.
0: Do you want me to read my full squad or your full squad first?
2: Um, you can read yours first. Okay. Are we doing it in? Are you reading mine too? I'll let, no. I'll let you present your team. Are you doing it by position? Because I gotta make sure I'm paying attention to where we are.
0: Um, yeah, I got a broke. I'll hand you the thing when I'm okay. Alive. Okay. So uh, Adam Munster Tigers 2019 Mike McIntyre Era Draft Squad is quarterback Cephal Lufau, running back Trayvon McMillan. Wide receiver, Shea Fields. Wide receiver, Jawan Winfrey. Slot receiver, Katie Nixon. I like him inside versus where he played last year. Tight end, George Frazier. I think uh, his freshman year, redshirt freshman year. Uh, we're going to go left tackle, Will Sherman. Right tackle, Sam Cronstage. Center, Jonathan Huckins. Left guard, Casey Roddick. Right guard, Aaron Hagler. Defensive end, Mustafa Johnson, Samson Kafavalo is my other defensive lineman, and Josh Tupo plugging up those A gaps. Outside linebacker, Jimmy Gilbert, buff backer, Ryan Moeller, inside linebackers, Nate Lamon, Rick Gamboa. So they're starting guys from last year. At cornerback, we've got Isaiah Oliver, Chido Beowuzie, two guys making a, a living in the NFL right now. And at safety, it's not going to get to these guys because the quarterback's already sacked. <laughs> oh, okay. Afolave of Laguna and Nick Fisher. <laughs> uh, there's definitely some positions. You can here. sell your squad because I definitely
2: did. Yeah, you, there's definitely some positions where you have me beat. Safety is decidedly not one of them. <laughs> All right, so for me, my leader, my quarterback, is Steven Montez, obviously a lot of potential there. Slang Rock, is a good runner too, so... Versatile offense, we can do a lot there. Phillip Lindsay, I don't really think I need to sell that one. By far the biggest leader of anybody on this list. Huge results with a terrible offensive line throughout most of his career. He was about as impactful as anybody we've seen at Colorado. The only guy I think that has been more impactful was my number one overall selection, LaVisca Chennault. So I love those top two guys for me. It's going to be hard to overcome those two offensively. Your defense is definitely solid. but
0: Can I ask a question, Are are you going to put Laviska in the Wildcat? Do we? Are we i going to see that in this I'm game. I'm going to use
2: him all over the field, okay. maybe anywhere I can. So I got Bryce Bobo next to him, another dynamic playmaker. I think obviously he had some ups and downs in his career, but some unbelievable highlight plays and some big games, especially his junior year as well. Jay McIntyre is my slot guy, physical, um, tough kid. Obviously, a lot on third down, and we're not going to seal third down a lot with those two guys ahead of him. But uh, on third down, he's super reliable. Tight end. Brady Russell really isn't a good choice, I don't think, on this list. Um, but to me, he's a guy who is going to have some upside. Obviously, that doesn't matter for this draft. But a guy who made a huge impact early on this past season. So my lineman is uh, – so center, I've got Colby Purcell. Guard, I've got Tim Linant. uh Probably my other guard, I've got Brett Ton. So I've got a little bit of Nasty there, obviously – pretty much the interior line of this team this year which is rough and then my outside guys are frank phillip and jake moretti so offensive line along i mean yours is too <laughs> i don't think there was a way to put together an offensive line that everybody felt confident with um so dn i have jordan corral i think he's probably a little bit underrated at big results here part of that defense that was incredible in 2016 um, Javier Edwards obviously you're looking at the senior year version of him there much more dominant than his junior campaign where he struggled a little bit so uh you know I felt like between Josh and Javier Josh is probably a little bit better for sure but Javier's close in especially with his senior year and then I have re- reliable on the other side there Leo Jackson um so not as much of a pass rush on that three four grouping but i got a little bit of that my outside guys so i've got carson wells who to me outside of jimmy gilbert is the best pure pass rusher we've seen at colorado in mcintyre's time only going to continue to get better there and then obviously freak athlete davion taylor who by the end of last year was playing extremely good ball in my opinion um not only as a pass rusher but as a guy in coverage as well he was pretty good by the end of the stretch my inside guys Kenneth of bode i guess it depends on what you like undersized for sure but Definitely a little more athletic than you saw from, you know, a few of the other guys in there throughout the time. um, Rick Amboa had his strengths, and Oleg Bode kind of did his thing in a different way at the inside backer spot. He was another catalyst for that 2016 defense. I've got John Van Deest as my other inside guy who, physical, as you said, can hit the point of attack really strong. And then I kind of sat out on corners because I like all four of the guys that are available there. Akella Witherspoon, unbelievable senior season. Um, I don't think he gave up a touchdown in his senior year, if I remember correctly, or maybe he gave up one, but had a huge senior year. Obviously, ended up having a huge combine, got drafted super early. He was a beast as a senior. Chris Miller, te- a ton of upside, and obviously when you get him on the field and healthy, he's a lockdown guy. You talked about the staff last year called him their number one corner before he got hurt. You know, Delrick Abrams. Between him and Delrick, that was definitely a tough decision. And then of course, my I think my strongest position group of anybody in terms of what was available i got tedrick thompson and evan worthington as my two safeties two ball hawks two nfl players uh two physical guys and run support just all around i mean they're super reliable guys in the safety position so that's the squad yeah vote on us tell us who won i
0: think we both have Real obvious strengths with our teams, Mm -hmm. and so it'll be interesting. We're going to put this the full list. It's sometimes easier if you can kind of peruse it instead of just hearing it on a podcast up on buffstampede.com, and we're going to ask for you guys to vote. I don't know if we're going to put a bet on this or what, but (laughs) um, I I think we both have a chance to win the fan vote here, so it'll be interesting to see how people respond to it. it. It was a lot of fun doing this. We didn't do specialists. I think was Alex Kinney the only puncher that McIntyre recruited in his tenure?
2: They would yeah, have, maybe that'd be tough. Yeah, specialists would be tough, probably.
0: Yeah, so we, we decided to go against that. I'm looking at you know the list of guys that didn't get drafted. We talked about. I guess order. you could
2: put Sam Loy on there, although he hasn't played. So for our yeah, that's tough argument. That'd be hard with yeah. close
0: practices. I mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, there were only two options at quarterback. Uh, Only two real options at running back. At receiver, I would say Devin Ross is somebody that could feel a little shunned that Mm -hmm. he didn't get drafted in this draft as one of the top six guys of the McIntyre era. And there's a lot of young guys, but they just haven't shown enough. I think Daniel Arias, Dimitri Stanley have a a lot of upside, even Jalen Jackson if he stays healthy. So some young guys, but they just... Weren't established as those guys that we drafted. At tight end, you, you could have made a, a case where Chris Bounds, he did a lot of really good stuff in the ground game that got unnoticed, yeah. had that two touchdown game against Arizona. But I, I think the reason I shot away is he quit the team. This is going to a fan vote. I, yeah, wouldn't have been a greatest look on here. We, we talked about Poblowski's injuries. O line no one got shunned in that group
2: uh, <laughs> I mean you could say that quite a few guys who didn't deserve to be on team right. were still drafted so
0: defensive end I think you could have made a case for Chris Malumba at the end of the 17 season was probably their best defense alignment uh, but that's not egregious and and again going back to Terrence Lang you could have maybe picked him because he started to show some things towards the end of last season that make you really mm. excited about his future
2: yeah, in terms of a Yeah, he's definitely started to show some things, there's no doubt. I think he's ultimately he's going to be a better college player than Leo Jackson. I think there's no argument there.
0: At nose tackle, there were only two options, and the two guys we picked at outside backer, I'm not seeing anybody. I think Collier could potentially be a guy that would make a case here, but Carson Wells just showed so much towards Mm -hmm. the end of last year, uh, and those other guys had made so many more plays at Colorado. Inside backer, we talked about Akil Jones maybe being the other option there. We talked about cornerback as well already. At safety, I thought for a second about taking Aaron Maddox because of what he did towards the end of last season, but that was more of in a nickel role. We haven't seen him on the back end yet, so I thought that might be slightly cheating. And I think
2: Nick Fisher's best is still better than what we've seen from Maddox. I do think Maddox has potential to be a better overall player than Fisher by the end of time, though.
0: And, I mean, I think Hassan Hippolyte is a guy that Look, looking down the road a few years yeah he Been should looking. be
2: in this top four yeah in three years for sure yeah
0: so this was fun i i enjoyed it again go to buffstampede.com and vote on our teams uh we really appreciate you guys hopefully this was a like i said a, a trip down memory lane but, but not in a bad way these they recruited some really 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 good players to boulder some guys that were three-star guys and play like four-star guys in college.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just a reminder of what caused the program to not be as successful as you would like to see. But outside of those key positions, I think, I mean, there's a lot of NFL guys on this list and a lot of guys who have the chance to play in other leagues if they want to at this point. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's some talent and some fun guys that we really enjoyed watching in Definitely. a lot of positions in this group here.
0: Awesome. Well, I appreciate all you guys for tuning into this show. Again, make sure you vote on BuffStampede.com.